0: what success i think is for me to where like i'm prioritizing and taking care of myself enough to where like i can continue to show up for other people so that like i'm i'm growing as a human being but that's contributing to the growth of other human beings
1: and get ready to just go with it.
2: Miss Keeler, Miss Keeler, if anyone is a day one fan of this here podcast, they will know you are a recurring guest. We are so excited to welcome Delaney back to the podcast. Delaney, how the hell are you? Give me a quick life update. What's been going on? Um,
0: so life updates since the last episode. Um, I moved to Denver. So big change from Ooh. my childhood bedroom. I'm in my own apartment now, and... <laughs> um, it's not as glamorous as I thought it would be. Trust me.
2: <laughs> well, we'll break it down because this whole podcast is, you know, about transparency and realness. Yeah. So don't you worry. We will break it down. But I'm glad that you're in Denver. Are you liking the Colorado winds? I don't know. Um, I, really a- <laughs> I just picture it. Windy. I haven't really seen a lot of wind.
0: There are random, like, thunderstorms in the afternoon. Um which I was not prepared for um and then there's like hailstorms that randomly happen in June and like last wow. weekend it was like 90 plus degrees like the entire weekend so but it's so deceiving because it's like overcast and I'm like I can't just like look outside and be like oh overcast like I stick your head I out the window get away with it. yeah I have to like step out on my balcony to know what the weather is or like pull up the weather app like
2: it's yeah it's not California where it's just sunny
1: and 75 all day long last time we uh, had you around it was back in the fall quarter and now you're here for the JGWI summer camp so
2: welcome to summer camp we're your camp counselors Ashley do you want to like give us a little intro as to what the the framework for this episode is because it was a really good idea and I'm excited to talk about it
1: yes the loose um evergreen framework is that your 20s are a mismarketed decade, and we're going to talk about why. And then we're going to do, which um, I think if I'm being transparent, I stole that idea from Tinks, and if she would ever agree, if her and Seth would ever <laughs> DM me back about being on the show, we could talk about it with her. But since not, if any of you Delaney
2: listeners talk- would like to DM her
1: personally and tell her to come on the podcast, we wouldn't be mad. Yes, the more the merrier. But me and Delaney talk about her all the time, so I figured that's the next best thing. Who else knows her heart? like Delaney. And then we're going to do some hot takes for live, laughing, loving and pursuing happiness in your 20s. Hot takes, both funny and serious. Hell yeah,
2: hot takes. Honestly, everyone talks about the 20s as being your defining decade, which it
1: is. Oh, yes. don't get me and wrong. also that book we want to tear into. Delaney tear into that book. we do want
2: to tear into, yes. And it's just, I think there's a lot of pressure. Maybe <laughs> is, all over your mic. <laughs> indeed, I live on a farm, <laughs> actually in a zoo but disregard I think there's a lot of pressure on people our age to just like have it together like Delaney said I moved to Denver and it was not as glamorous as I thought it was going to be and I think that's a harsh reality a lot of us face when we enter post-grad and we figure out our next steps and we just picture it to be one way because we're told that it should be and oftentimes it's not so we're going to normalize that we're going to talk about it let's unpack it let's get into our our therapy
1: session ladies Yes, you you should have invited Elizabeth, your employer, who knows therapy better than us. (laughs) Mindfulness. (sighs) Kathy from the
2: Pepperdine Counseling Center, if you're listening, I'm quaking.
1: (laughs) Oh, I was actually telling Delaney, like, uh like last week or something about how when we were abby dragged me into a group counseling session with her which isn't allowed and kathy wonderful kathy was like abby your time here is almost up and abby was like yeah kathy i know like seven more minutes and Kathy was like no abby your free sessions are done you have to start paying <laughs> after this you can't keep coming here nobody
2: told me it got, was only free to a certain Wait, point i thought the that was
0: free 100 percent. like no that's what I'm saying. No, it's, it's mismarketed,
2: f- much like our decade that we are living in now.
1: <laughs> Pepperdine so, nickel and us wherever they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Delaney, what's your hot take as to why our 20s are mismarketed? What's your overview into that, and we can get into it. From I don't
0: there. really feel like there's like one specific thing because I feel like so many areas of your 20s are mismarketed, but I think the one that I'm like really feeling the most right now is that like. You have to like decide what you are gonna do for the rest of your life right now, Mm -hmm. and like even at work, I like had a annual review, but it wasn't even an annual review because I've only been there for like six months. But um, they were like, "What are your long term goals?" And I am like, "I don't actually know to stay alive. (laughs) Like, (laughs) really, in this life, all I have to do is die. Like, I really don't know what else. I am just trying to stay alive and like."
2: Wow, that's kind of woke. All we have to do is die. Yeah. I had, like, a, <laughs> my
0: sister's AC psych teacher said that to her in high school. And I, like, it's kind of morbid, but at the same time, you can kind of think about it as, like, there's really nothing that you're, like, obligated. It's kind obligated. of obligated. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's an element of freedom yeah. to it of, like, there's nothing else that you're really obligated to do except, like, exist and then not exist at one point. But...
2: Yeah, it's like that TikTok audio. That's like we're all just on this earth. We're all gonna die. So do whatever the fuck you want.
1: <laughs> also a dangerous mentality, but that's a song for another time. Can <laughs> get you into uh, trouble, um, but it's good for the plot line. <laughs> hey. You live and you learn, right, Abby? <laughs> Living and learning um, every
2: day. <laughs>
1: um, I was gonna say, oh, what is that saying that you say all the time with your cousin Delaney? Oh, dust uh, mentality. Yes. What is it? Can you explain desk mentality short deviation? So this really all quick? started because um,
0: my like cousin and I, towards the end of quarantine, I was like, "I'm about to move. Do I shoot my shot? Like w- with a
1: guy? Like what? What do Always. I do?" And like, want to shout him out on here? <laughs> definitely her? not. <laughs> I'm sure he's an. I'm sure he's an avid listener. <laughs>
0: definitely not. Um, but he, like every, I was like really just like. I don't even know if I should send this and just like wouldn't even hit send or like, I was like paralyzed by the text messages and like even just typing them. And so she was like, Delaney, stop, like just your dust, we're literally nothing, just send the text. And I was like, okay. And like, so every time I would just be like dust mentality and like close my eyes and like hit send, like some whimsical dream of genie thing was going to happen. Um, it ended up working out. I did get the text back.
2: Yep. So yeah, she did <laughs> get that bread, get that head, then leave. Am I yeah, right? But now my like new thing is going up to guys
0: <laughs> at bars and being like, "Hey, I think you're cute, and like you should ask me out."
1: And like, Ooh, no, are you, aren't you just several for several right now? I'm,
0: well, I've only tested it out on two guys, so I'm two for two.
2: But so far I've been successful, gone on some dates. A hundred percent success rate. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> That's exciting, actually. Good
1: for you. I, you should start walking up to guys and telling them you're dust, I'm dust. So let's make out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nothing we do after tonight's gonna matter. Let's go make out.
1: I kinda like it. Um, okay, but all that being said and done, back to Miss Market a decade. Continue. You all we can Oh we were talking about how your job was tell- asking you five long term goals. goals and we don't have any. Our goals are to live. Well,
0: I think that like I definitely have like long term goals and ambitions but I just couldn't in that moment like be like oh yeah like I want to get this license and I want to go back to school for this degree and like uh I, <laughs> I want to be on this trajectory like with the company like I really had mm-hmm. no answer for them other than like i want to grow as an individual and a professional but i have no idea what that looks like and i don't think that you should like be obligated to get i think no answer should be an acceptable answer i think exploring your options mm-hmm. is a totally valid um answer to that question so plus curiosity is a good thing why are they trying to kill that i don't know
2: that's so true <laughs> Okay, I just saw TikTok. This is related. I don't think we can go for one singular episode without bringing up TikTok. No. But this is related to exactly what you're saying about just having a curiosity for life and different interests and passions and just seeing which one, where things take you. Because there was this quote from Sylvia Plath and The Bell Jar and...
1: We got a big Sylvia fan over here.
2: (laughs) I don't, trust me, never read the bell jar. Didn't have to read it in high school. Not going to read it now. But this quote on TikTok was really good. And it was all philosophical about this girl looking at a fig tree of her life and all of the branches and all the different ways that it could go and all the things that she wants. And it's kind of like, can't decide between if I want to run a half marathon, or if I want to travel to Greece, or if I want to get married in the next five years and have four kids and be a Pilates mom and take my kids to soccer, like you can't have it Sylvia, all. You can't have- uh,
1: Sylvia Plath is thinking about Pilates. Indeed, she was.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to modernize it for the modern man. But basically, it's all these different ways your life could go. And you obviously can't have all of them. They can't all go in all of the things. There's not enough time. Like you said, we're dust. We're just we have our time and that is it. And if you sit at the base of this tree, just looking at all the branches, eventually she watches them all wither up and die and just fall to the ground. And then you don't have any options. So the whole point is to just kind of pick a branch, go in that direction, and it'll branch off to something else. And that's really all we can do, as opposed to be paralyzed by our fear and not pick one in the first place and just be overwhelmed by choices.
1: That's like this book I read called The Midnight Library. If you want to <laughs> go in depth on that, everyone pick it up and read it.
2: Scholars. my god! Uh,
1: I was going to make a joke about the dust mentality last one. If any of us get cremated, we could have dust mentality put on. Just engraved. <laughs> the urn. Before I'm
2: cremated, please get a tattoo on in my inside of my lip saying dust mentality.
1: Oh, <laughs> God. Can you imagine coming to her dead body and... <laughs> Dad, can you work on dead people oh my god <laughs> so hold for
2: you, don't worry <laughs> no honestly just hashtag dust mentality on the goodbye post <laughs> <laughs> i'm unwell okay.
1: my take on the mis- a decade i might be stealing that all of this from someone else but um or from things another conversation are no I've original thoughts on this podcast <laughs> Right, this is all paraphrasing, actually. We're yeah. doing the work so you don't have to, the heavy lifting. But the thing about it being a mismarketed decade is everyone acts, like in your 20s, I've probably told both of you this already, but I'm saying it for the public ear. In your 20s, everyone acts as if you have to want to travel to a new country every summer. You have to go teach a mean English in a foreign country. You have to write a book. You have to fall in love. You also have to be single. You have to want to move to three different states between now and 30 and mm-hmm. make a ton of friends there. There, but also have enough time for your high school friends And do it all But that's ridiculous What if you don't want that What if you only want two of those things Or none Or all But everyone yeah. acts like you have to Especially today with Instagram and everything Everyone acts like you have to want And with especially with TikTok Everyone acts like you have to want it all And do it all Or you wasted your 20s You might as well not have lived them If you didn't do those things Especially
2: the vacations <laughs> thing And the traveling Because people are always like When you're older You're going to have kids And you're not going to be able to travel a Or and starting a business true yeah and all of that's true but at the same time that's not everyone's dream and like let's normalize people not wanting to go to bali like every two seconds and not having
1: the money to also and maybe not everyone wants to go work on below deck for a summer or i sure (laughs) do though so casting people sign me up (laughs) or maybe not everyone wants to go live out of a van for like a summer and monetize it like maybe that's not what everyone wants (laughs) and maybe we should not criminalize them for not wanting those things
2: and also, no one wants to work in our generation. <laughs> I'm just going to say it now. No one wants to work. It's because we see everyone
1: romanticizing the shit out of their lives, and which I'm is great. What's going to happen when we're all at the age of managerial levels, 40s, 50s? Are we just all going to say, sorry, guys, see you once a week?
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, you don't it's going to be, come in? Uh, it's gonna be a dog-eat-dog world at that point.
1: Well, no, there's no eating. There's no competition. Everyone just wants to lay over and do nothing. <laughs>
2: it's gonna be a nap time about right about then
1: <laughs> okay what are you guys thoughts on that yeah that's just a time where you respond
2: sorry that we are bulldozing the conversation Delaney you may have your turn
1: <laughs> share your piece I feel like we're all sitting in a jail cell just like shooting the shit a little bit
2: <laughs>
0: jail cell we're all dust life means nothing and we don't want to work at all yeah <laughs> I die far in the middle of like
1: uh outskirts of oklahoma tulsa
0: i don't know um i mean i feel like you guys just really like wrapped up put a
1: bow on that that topic of conversation that's why they pay us the big bucks that's why we're waiting for someone to pay us the big yeah for real
2: steering this damn conversation (laughs) conductors of life But
1: i
0: think like i said to ashley the other day i was like i'll i will literally like be shouting this until the day that i die that like like the example is that Oprah would not be Oprah unless Oprah had to do everything in her life sequentially to become Oprah. So, like, why are we... Please
1: explain. <laughs> Same with tolan Firefly Lane. Okay. <laughs> so, like, Oprah did not, like, start... her have her own
0: talk show when she was, like, 22. Like, it, it right. took her a minute to get there. And so, like, why are we, like dying at the fact that we haven't made it at the ripe age of 22 23 when like oprah was not even oprah at when she was 23
2: so i mean she was oprah that's her name birth given right (laughs) (laughs) but she wasn't the empire that she became i know what you're saying
1: abby breaks fallacies Mm -hmm. everywhere
2: (laughs) the Um, oprah fallacy let's dive into
1: and also everyone is so
2: true that's so true
1: and also, that was profound. Abby. <laughs> also, <laughs> everyone acts like you have to have started several different businesses. Totally. Two out of three should have failed. One is like a massive success because now's the time to do it because you have all the freedom and all that. And I have never even had a strong desire to like live in New York City. But just based off everyone else romanticizing it, the books were movies totally. about being in your 20s and living in New yes. York, I feel or guilty Wilson. if I'd- I feel guilty if I don't do that in my 20s, which is stupid. That's mismarketing right there. It's all the movies and shows and TikTok that's making me think I have to spend time in New York. I don't Who even do like we have New York.
2: to sue for false advertising about our 20s? It's false. And I want my money from my lawsuit. Well, I
1: think like- and Tinks. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no I did
0: give Ashley this piece of feedback where I told her that she should speak up more in the podcast and she's really just taken taken that and run with it so you told me that like six months ago yeah
2: taking her constructive her constructive notes and running She'll, like yeah, ask me for yeah.
0: feedback I'm happy to give it but um like my mom has always said that there's not like work-life balance there's just priorities and like I've heard kind of different variations Ooh. of that so like Whenever I tell her, like, I feel like I'm literally dying right now, like, with work, she's like, do it, do it now, like, while you can make this the priority, and, like, while you have the time to burn yourself out, do it, burn yourself out, and, like, I think that's kind of, I mean, well, that, that kind of scares while me. Well, that might not be the healthiest <laughs> mentality. I think it is, like, nice to have somebody in your corner that, like, knows kind of, like, where you want to go and like what it's going to take to get there but at the same time like she's right in the way that like everybody's like oh you're not going to have time to have like do stuff when you have kids but it's like your priorities are just going to change but like you could also still like run a business and have kids I've definitely I mean how many CEOs do that um
2: yeah this isn't 1950s (laughs) anymore ladies kids are in a death
1: sentence yeah (laughs) We act like the second we have kids, our lives are over and we're all going to shrivel up and die. We act like the second we turn 30, like we're not allowed to ever move to Europe or like <laughs> have like really exciting things happen or starting new businesses. over. <laughs> In the movie City Slickers, <laughs> they're sitting around the campfire. <laughs> no, this is actually really, really profound. And they're talking to what's his name, Abby. And they're asked, talking about the meaning of life. And is it towards the end of the movie where he's really like guess. the meaning of life? Yeah, he's at the end of the movie when the character is like the meaning of life is like one thing. They're like, what does that even mean? But the point of it is everyone has one thing. That's their thing for them. That's the thing they're chasing or the thing that is like the most important to them or their idea of success. Everyone just has one thing. And it's different for everyone. I don't know that I like it. You don't like that?
2: I don't think I like that. I think I liked it the first time you told me. But now that I'm hearing it
1: again, one thing, that's the whole opposite of what we're trying to say. We're trying to say no, no, that no. there doesn't I'm have to be priorities. one thing. No, I'm just saying priority wise. Like your one thing shouldn't match everyone else's. Like if everyone else's one thing. Like, I is think like- my one thing, if I had to pick would be <laughs> someone to fall in
2: love with, like forever, forever and ever, my whole life, just my soulmate until we're old as crap. I think that's my one thing. <laughs> until you're dust. <laughs> until we're literally dust. Yeah. Until we get matching lip tattoos that say Dust Mentality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for a funeral home. <laughs> That's a good name for a band.
2: We're coming up with band names left and right.
1: Dust Ashley just actually with okay. So
2: many different business
0: ideas in the past week. And I'm like, I'll tell you later because I don't want to
1: advertise it, Abby. But I found a a gap in the market the size of the Grand Canyon. That Stop. I want to tap into. But I, uh, <laughs> I was telling Delaney because she's smarter than both of us put together. So, but I'll tell you later. All right, great. Well, I'll collab later off yeah, camera. But, um, okay. Another another um, aspect, um, or actually, I want, was going to say earlier Tinks has talked about on her story how her 30s have really blown away her 20s because you have more money, you are more mm-hmm. confident, you're more self assured, you know what's up, you've True. lost some life, you've made a bunch of mistakes, and you're more yourself when you're 30 so just like when
2: you're all 17 you're like these are the glory days like this is it we are so young we'll never be younger than totally. we are right now
1: and then you're in your 20s and you're like wait this is so much better i think that things just keep getting better and better not to yeah. be internally optimistic but <laughs> they keep getting better until we die it sounds good i think to the, me. Stages, the stages stages <laughs> of your life if they're what you want in that moment that means life just keeps getting better and we better. just never reach the mm-hmm. apex it's just a
2: continual climb yeah. Well, I think it's also good vocabulary word, Delaney. I'm here for that. Yeah. I think also it's all about perspective too. Like how we're saying the defining decade, it's mismarketed. It is because it's we think we look at what everyone else is doing and we think we have to have it all and we have to do it all and we don't have enough time and if you don't do it by the time you're 30 you're dead. But yeah. Like we're saying each decade if things get better, it's all just perspective. Like you look at every Every time we have a huge life change, like whenever we do get married, if that's something you guys want to do, or when we have our kids, when we are empty nesters, like all the big life chapters, like, if you're just focused on all of the amazing things that's going on right now, and not what could have been or not what was, then I think that's what makes a happy life, honestly. And like, that's what we should be doing now in our 20s. Because... Nobody knows what the hell we're doing. No one, not a single person, and we all just pretend like we do. But if we just focus on what we do have and just have a good perspective, like we'll be happy no matter what. I think, right? Yeah.
1: From if I, I zoom works. out, <laughs> if I zoom out, someone that I think has their life extremely like together is Delaney, and I know she actually doesn't. So <laughs> thanks. She's she <laughs> projecting but, that, from, yeah, from she doesn't a doesn't projection. I it appears that it is extremely together also Abby kind of what you were just saying there hasn't been a single stage of my life where if I look back on it now even the parts where I was unhappy in the moment that I don't like kind of feel nostalgic for
2: that's beautiful
1: and I don't think that's everyone's experience but that's probably not at all but (laughs) so far that's what I can tell I really love that for you that makes me back to them but I'm still like oh like that's nice like that was nostalgic like I kind of miss in some small ways is it kind of like just the feeling that you'll
2: never be able to get it back and you'll never be able to do that again? Be that young None again, that. quite carefree? Yeah.
1: Maybe just like, oh, like, I, like, maybe was there and I didn't appreciate it enough. Like, or mm-hmm. I, like, was with these people and I didn't, like, appreciate it enough, even if, like, it wasn't the best thing in the whole world. Right. What does do success you feel- look like to each of you? <laughs> oh.
2: Go. No, I just go, wanted go, go. to ask Delaney if she feels deep nostalgia and sentimentality like we do. I,
0: I mean, definitely, I
2: have you watched the movie about time yet?
0: No. I don't, <laughs> fun fact: I don't really watch television or films. They're not.
1: They're not my favorite. Freak. Oh my god! I, you're such I a weirdo. That's weird. <laughs> As part of the greatest, like the scope of human emotion, is best mm-hmm. encapsulated in film. Okay. Thank you for your your opinions and <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't give two
0: shits about that. Um, I think that like after moving I definitely I had this moment the other day where I was like all my friends were over at um like my childhood best friend's house and they were making pizzas like in this pizza oven that
2: they got for Christmas uh, and I already have FOMO and yeah. I don't even know and him. I was like ah, he's already nostalgic yeah for the and I
0: had this like my best friends now have memories without me and like Ugh. I was like what I would give to like still be a part of them And I was like, but it's also okay, because I'm making my own without them. And like,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's just growing up. But I think that kind
1: of realization was like, a tough one. So yeah, I don't like that. It's so upsetting. I think that is like I told. In Austin, I told this is stupid, but in Austin, Allie had her hair. I was like, Allie, your hair looks really good like that. She's like, oh, I actually wear it like this all the time around at home now. And I was like, don't say that. I don't want to hear it. I don't care what you do when I don't know. As far as I know, you don't exist when I'm not hanging out with you. (laughs)
2: that's so true and it's so hard especially at this point in our life because it's not like we have established our own routines it's not like we've started families and we're figuring out yeah when you have families it's a lot easier we're all just kind of in limbo like people are moving to cities and people are starting jobs and they're quitting jobs and they're figuring out what the heck they like and what they want to do and it's just so strange and everyone's on their own little path it kind of
1: is all dust kind of until (laughs) (laughs) until you like are either engaged or have a mortgage I don't believe anything that anyone okay wait I have like none of it is permanent until you are engaged or have a mortgage we have 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 a baby inside you takes on this so like I recently was like in um Uh, my phone might die by the way but disregard it (laughs) um
0: I was recently in a friend's kitchen and I was like I used to think that home was, like, a person, not a place. And I was, like, super set on that. But then, like, now every time that I go back to Orange County, it doesn't feel like home. And, like, Denver doesn't fully feel like home yet. Like, Rena, I just got here. Really? And so, like, I think it's also – it's that combination of, like, people who, like, know you so well you don't have to explain yourself. But also, like, a mm-hmm. physical place that feels, like, safe and consistent. Um. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a little displaced at the moment. Wow, this episode is just gonna like put depressing. It's a as hot a take.
2: No, honestly, I really appreciate the vulnerability.
1: Like yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Please. Keep it coming. She's like sobbing. Keep it coming. She's like,
2: keep coming. <laughs> I, I was getting like a little teary
1: when I was talking about the pizza oven. Right. Um and then oh, Jim. Did you feel that way when you were at Pepperdine or did you go home pretty often? So, you didn't like? So,
0: fun fact my freshman year, I actually, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about friends. So, my freshman year, I had a boyfriend and I decided that I was just going to like have his friends as my friends. And then gross. Yeah. That was so (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Um, And then we broke up. (laughs) You sound like a cat cat hacking up a hairball. We broke up and then I didn't have any friends. So, um, I went home every single weekend. Do you my think I rescued you? Um, Like, studying abroad. Okay, so... <laughs> Jeez, Ashley. This is going to get, like, super <laughs> sad. Um, so, Ashley thought I that I was, like, was so scary when we studied abroad together. Yeah, I did. We're intimidating
1: when I saw um, it,
0: yeah. But really, really I was just, You're like, ruined. grunge because my grandfather had just passed away. And then I, like, left a month later to go study abroad. And so I think that, like, even though... I, I just don't know if Ashley and I would still be as close as we are today if like our relationship hadn't started off on that level of vulnerability. Like, mm-hmm. I I think one of our first conversations, I was like walking like in the financial district, like after we had left the Shard and like sobbing on the side of the street, walking back to the tube station carrying mm. my heels. Like, I think
1: I was wow. a little drunk. That's a visual for you. It's a visual. I think I was a little drunk, but yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was abroad. Everyone was a little drunk at all times. Coming back to it,
0: like, making friends is, like, pretty difficult if you
1: think about it, Um, especially with, like... It's probably one of the hardest things about human existence, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Making quality like friends making connections that you really yeah.
2: can trust. Yeah, yeah and totally. so like
0: I think I had this expectation of like I'm going to move and it's going to be so whimsical. I'm just going to like meet all of these people like out and about. And it's like everybody here is super nice, like way nicer than back home. But And everybody's like kind of a transplant too and like looking to make friends. At the same time, that doesn't mean that like – it's not still super difficult to just go up and be like hey like i noticed that you're like rollerblading i like to rollerblade like we should we should do that together <laughs> like it just feels super <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> um, right. but i definitely thought like i was just going to like move here and somehow accumulate this friend group and like we were going to have like this group chat and like hang out the every second, weekend and yeah. have
1: barbecues and go paddleboarding and hiking and like that just hasn't happened but that's okay I saw a TikTok that was talking about the reason we're all so disillusioned about our 20s and the reason we like TV shows like How I Met Your Mother so much and Friends is because it's such a tight-knit community and you're like mid to late 20s, which doesn't really exist, but a tight-knit group of like six people that go to the same bar every Tuesday night and <laughs> go to the same like <laughs> restaurant that's every like so Thursday night. True. And that's why we crave that like consistency and we crave like that. And it's that's mismarketing at its finest For sure. is those TV shows. You only get that, that in college. This a
2: really good hot take. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in the Denver area and you like roller skating, paddle boarding, or hiking, <laughs> Delaney is open for business or ready for friends. <laughs> Hit her up. Open for business. Boys, girls. Open, we're open
1: Let's do it. Anything. Yeah. Um. My question was about Pepperdine. Did you feel this place being at, or you said you went home every weekend, so it didn't give you a chance? But what about like junior year? Um. Like the older you Yeah, got. so the older I got, I think like sophomore year, I didn't go
0: abroad, um, which was challenging in its own way. I think it was the
1: right choice. It also... It like, oh my God, that was one of the hardest times of my life. I didn't go abroad for a semester and it was quite frankly one of the hardest times of my it's, life. It's really hard, but
0: also like I wouldn't have been able to have graduated early and there were a lot of things I would not have yeah. gotten to do if I didn't do that. So I'm like not upset about that choice
2: I still got my abroad experience I would have rather died than graduated early I love college <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm regretting not graduating I mean, late just kidding. that's
2: actually such a huge feat like I'm totally joking to each their own um, like that's actually amazing that you did that mm-hmm. I just wish I could stay for like seven well do more you guys years.
0: remember but- the last episode where you guys were like college was such a fever dream it was whimsical we loved it and I was like it was the most traumatizing oh, yeah, yeah, three yeah. and a half years <laughs> of my life the
1: end yeah um, I, I, could, I could it just depends there. If I could stay there forever, I would. Abby, uh, did I ever tell Time. you that on the first day of sophomore year, I came home from classes and I literally came back to my dorm room and I cried so much. No, that's so sad. But those are when, and that's one of the times of my life, looking back now, where I'm kind of nostalgic. Like, it was nice. Like, I was still even in Malibu. I was, like, right. more independent and I was still, like, had friends, <laughs> but it just, like, wasn't the same. But like, I'm still nostalgic for that, up. looking back on it. Yeah, to clear things up for
2: those who don't know, like, kind of the the ecosystem at Pepperdine, like how it all works. When, you, when you're a sophomore, you pretty much go abroad. Like that's how it works. That's how they push it. That's how they build their curriculum. That's what they push for. And so like, if you're a sophomore staying on Malibu campus, and you're not somewhere else, it can be really, really lonely. So that's that's what we're talking it could about. It'd be horrifically lonely. Your whole class that you just made friends with freshman year, they're all gone. There's like a adventures. quarter of them left. The hot take. And God forbid we're stuck in Malibu. The hot take though on that yeah, is yeah. that like
0: once everybody came back from abroad, they were like, I don't actually know who my friends are anymore. Exactly.
1: So yes, as the semester progressed, I got to know juniors and everything just worked out seamlessly. Yeah. But then I like, because I had stayed... But then this is kind of where my
0: life fell apart in senior year. So because I had stayed, all of my friends were the grade above me. And because I was in all of their classes anyway, it just made sense. But then once they graduated, I was like, no, well, yeah. I'm fucked. So
1: back to square Pepperdine, one. <laughs> and Pepperdine isn't very helpful for making friends if you like don't go exactly according to plan with the broad stuff. Right. It, it kind of screws you up.
2: And if you go abroad and you're just like not vibing with the people you're abroad with and you
1: get back, it's and not like, Oof. conducive for friendships. Yeah. Okay. Back to our hot take. Oh, so a question I posted to the class a little bit earlier. We can breeze through it. But what does standing from where you're sitting right now or looking from where you're sitting, <laughs> looking from where you're, you're sitting standing right at now, my
2: standing desk in my parents, standing,
1: closet. standing or looking from where you're at right now. What does success look like to you?
2: <clears> oh, <throat> uh, yes. I was this- hoping we'd come back.
1: Yeah. You already had
2: an answer in your head. Nah. I don't. I'll right, okay. come up Delane, with one know. in 13 seconds, though. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> off to the what races. It's going
2: to be
0: good. It's
1: What you learned in boarding school is... <laughs> uh, Abby all work and no play makes Abby a very dull boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I write it on the board a hundred times. Yeah. Um, um, I think success... Ooh, I have a woke answer. Everyone prepare yourself. I think success looks like personal growth and fulfillment a feeling of fulfillment and happiness in whatever stage that you're in and I don't think it has anything to do with even the people you surround yourself with I don't think it has to do with money or your career or whatever I think it's a feeling of contentment and fulfillment and appreciation for the space that we're in and a constant feeling of growth and pushing yourself to be better because I feel like the age-old saying if you're not growing you're dying I feel like that's become really strong imprinted on my heart recently (laughs) Because it's kind of true. Like that's when people start to feel depressed is like stagnation. Like you just don't know what the heck you're doing because you're not kind of like seeking those outlets to trying something new. If it's just something creative, I'm not saying go switch your career path every two months, but I'm saying like, try something new, learn a new language, try to make a friend, go to a bar alone, go to a concert alone. Like just do things that make you personally feel alive and push yourself out of your comfort zone. And if that makes you feel like you're growing and like you're content and you're fulfilled in that exact moment. Then I think that's what success looks like.
1: Thank you. And good night.
2: Sir, <laughs> <laughs> please validate me. Someone tell me it was good.
1: It's going to go buy a motorcycle to fill um, a rush of adrenaline and <laughs> movement and, 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 and not
2: learn how to drive it at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll go on blindfolded.
2: Uh, no, that was good. That was good. I think, Thank
1: I think you.
0: that what, Abby's answer has validated for me is that everybody's version of success is going to look really different.
1: Oh, totally. What's yours?
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Thanks for getting there. Um, It's not like a one size fits all. Like I think for me, it, it, it definitely falls along the same lines, but it's like, how can I fill my cup so that I can fill other people's cup? And like, that's, Mm-hmm. oh that's like what beautiful. success I think is for me to where like I'm prioritizing and taking care of myself enough to where like I can continue to show up for other people so that like I'm I'm growing as a human being but that's contributing to the growth of other human beings
2: well that's a really healthy mindset how wholesome is that that's wow. really good that's I wanted really, to make really a joke good. but I didn't want to ruin your wholesome but you can what is it I was just when you were saying like success isn't one size fits all. I was just gonna say there's no room for success at Brandy Melville because the, everything is one size fits all. There, <laughs> screw that place. <laughs> That's the hey, yeah, no. Honestly,
0: when we were in Brandy Melville like right before I moved, and I was like, oh, I remember when I had an eating disorder, like or something like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> literally promoting horrible body I think image body already moved. i
1: think we hang out more after you oh i did it. come back it was yeah i think it's <laughs> it was for graduation vibes yeah it definitely was for graduation vibes
0: but it, it's i think brandy melville is like that reminder for me in high school of like how i thought yeah. that like i if i was like a certain size that i was like gonna be happy in my life was gonna be perfect
2: that's what we thought success was back then was fitting into those brandy clothes and you know what it ain't it that's not what success is trigger warning <laughs> to anyone who's been personally victimized by brandy as most that, girls you, have you have a
1: vendetta against them
2: i do have a vendetta and i would like to die on that hill i would <laughs> me and my lip tattoo dust to dust
1: yeah we're collecting a lot of future endeavors here anyways i think that was really
2: beautiful delaney and i really liked well your said. answer
1: a lot thank you that's really actually your turn ooh, ooh. okay i think i feel like we're in a socratic seminar in college and i miss it maybe we should change the title of the podcast to socratic seminars um I, and every week we could do yeah, a new subject the actually the listeners <laughs> <laughs> all the aristotle fans will come running It's actually Socrates. That's literally why it's called Socrates. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's a joke. I know. Um, Oh, my phone just died. It's okay. We can continue. Um, Anyways, I think that success um, success is having people that you love very, very much and getting to have really good experience with those people. And I think that success is seeing a lot of the world and meeting a lot of new people and having a lot of good stories to go back and tell those people you love a lot. And I think it's having relationships with people, and I think it's also contentment with um, average parts of your life. And I think that success can be found with either a person or people that you love, or a place that you love, and a lot of bonus points if those things all line up together. Which takes time, make? hence Oprah. Which tend which Oprah has it down pat but I think success is having relationships that you care about immensely this is my non-rambling version three, three points people that you care about and relationships that you care about immensely and that mm-hmm. love you a lot and that you invest in them and they invest back and they feel like home to you I think it's having a lot of good stories from seeing a lot of neat places and having a lot of fun experiences and I think that it's having a place that feels like home even if they're aren't necessarily people there, that a place that really does truly feel like home, mm-hmm. even if it was just you alone there. And yes, bonus points if the people in the place all line up.
2: So, and the whole point of this episode is that we, you don't have to have all those things just in your 20s. <laughs> the in
1: whole your point. 20s
2: <laughs> is where you figure out what that's going to come, how that's going to rear its ugly head, as I said earlier today, yes. how that's going to all play out. But yeah, that's very true. And if you watch About Time, it would tell you that success is... Living life each day and finding the beautiful moments in each day so much that you cherish it and that you wouldn't even want to go back in time if you had the capability to, because you love <laughs> your life so much. We're such freaks. We're such freaks. But honestly, like, serious recommendation: if you have not seen About Time, like Delaney hasn't because she doesn't watch movies. It really teaches cool. you how. It really teaches you how to live. You, you know, I'm not kidding. Like, you should watch that movie. It's really good.
0: I, I'll put it on my, on my list. I'm
1: begging you. Don't even put it on the list. Like, do it tomorrow.
0: With what? <laughs>
1: Don't put it With on the time? list. Put it on the TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's on Netflix. That movie it's taught me to be watched. That movie taught me everything about living a content life.
2: That's what it is. It's contentment. That's what I'm saying. Success is not contentment because that like leads to stagnation, but it is a feeling of. I like where I'm at and I can appreciate all of the things that are in my control right now. And like at my disposal, playing the cards. I think
0: that like what you're really getting at is like to live in the present moment, like don't live in the past. And like, this is definitely a note that I think like Ashley could take is don't live in the future and like worry about things that don't exist. Like the future doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. Like what, is there anything other than like what you're experiencing right now?
1: And so, i don't need to right. worry about meeting my husband by 26 and a half exactly right so yeah. we can be married at 28 exactly <laughs> totally <laughs> or have the down payment on the place
0: like for all like i mean you can't to quote tanks i was she was like you can't think your like crush into existence and i was like literally watch me i'll manifest him but also like you can't like, it's true that it's like in the future. And so like, you can't, you shouldn't worry about things that don't exist. And like that also it's leads so to like self sabotaging, like just be, be mm-hmm. in a state of contentment so that you can enjoy the present moment. But that doesn't mean that you can't have goals and still be striving to p- pursue the next adventure. The two, it's not, I think that like, it's hard because we get pretty dualistic about life, but,
2: like, life is not dualistic. So can you explain what you mean by dualistic, vocab for dummies? <laughs> <laughs> dualistic means two. We got two. Two what? Two realities, like your future and your present?
0: Um, okay, so it's – I don't want to misspeak, so I just looked it up. We won't know any different um, if you do. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's time to fact check.
0: But it's a theory that considers reality to consist of two irreductible elements or modes. It's it's like a good or bad. And like I, I quoted.
2: Oh, like life's not black my, and white. Life isn't black and white. To?
0: Like it's just a bunch of gray and like. It's fluid. True. And so I think that like it's not like I told Ashley this the other day. I was like, it's not that like when you make a decision, it's not a right or a wrong decision. Like it, it's just a decision decision and it it develops.
2: how, I think you stole that from Elizabeth actually. Okay. Well, (laughs) again, no original thoughts. You guys were paraphrasing everything we have ever learned.
1: Abby, we should have called the podcast. No original thoughts.
2: Yeah. I think that would have brought in a lot more listeners too than just go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I, I mean, I think it's like, I'm, sharing that because it's relevant and like yes mm-hmm. that idea is not an original thought but it's one that's definitely resonated and so like yeah. th- there are definitely th- like pieces of advice that like you've been given throughout time that like do not like you're like in one ear and out the other and there are ones that like you can think about for days
1: a, and that's um, do you have a notes totally. in your phone where you keep your advice you guys no. no, but I think I should. Or like no advice that other people tells you? Or like it's one-liners. actually called This
2: Podcast. I record every thought <laughs> I've ever had and I put it out for other people to hear. It.
1: Abby wanted some recordings of my voice for something and I was like, well, thank God you've got 60 hours of them. <laughs> Go listen. Um, I was going to say, oh, um, Delaney, what was your hot take about this? This one's more just like fun and flirty, but what was your hot take about Red Bull? Oh what? my gosh. Okay, so... <laughs> As we're learning and loving and pursuing happiness, what was your hot take on this? So I, this past weekend,
0: just was going out, having a bit of fun, as as people do in their 20s. And yes, um, the mood was, well, everybody else was ordering vodka Red Bulls. So I was like, oh, why am I going to stray from the pack and like order
2: something else? So it just... <laughs> Because, you know, what's why good would, for you. Why would you ever deviate from the norm?
0: Yeah, why? I, I was just honestly, I did not want to have to think of another drink, even though I know every time I go out, I get a gin and tonic. So I don't know.
1: There's literally nothing to think about. It's just two words. Gin and yeah. tonic. Take out okay. the okay. end. Thank you. <laughs> you forgot.
0: Well, I learned that lesson the hard way because I felt terrible the next day just because like Red Bull is such an intense drink on its own like the, mm-hmm. the energy aspect and then like you have the vodka and it's just like a mix what would you have done if everyone ordered four locos delaney i don't think that's available at bars
2: these days i've
1: never <laughs> seen a four loco behind the bar
2: Gas stations and
1: back alleys only <laughs> we were like what if someone ordered a round of cocaine delaney what would you do then <laughs> <laughs>
2: if they jumped off a bridge would you do it too <laughs> Anyway, so I go on. You felt um a little shooketh by the vodka Red Bulls. I was a little shooketh,
0: and so, um, Ashley was like, "I'm so confused by your choice." And I was like, "My hot take is that people who order vodka Red Bulls need therapy." But I was more or less just like a hot take on myself and like what I think I need to do as my next step in my mental health journey. And overall, therapy. wellness journey is to not order vodka Red Bulls and probably start seeing a
1: therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not growing up, I don't know what is.
2: That is the hottest take. Yes, that is true. I can't imagine drinking that at this point. like my stage. heart would stop. It's actually shocking, because I feel like I used to drink a abroad a lot, but that might have been the only Drake. time. I also did a lot of Jaeger bombs. It was a weird <laughs> era.
1: I was telling Delaney a while back, I was like, are we too old to be acting like this? And she was like, you're 22. And I was like, I know, but like, not like society wise, like my physical body.
2: <laughs> Willing and able bodied. Yeah, it's true. I did not recover from that Austin Bender for a good three days. It was actually shocking. Yeah,
0: it was. Horrific. I mean, I like. One of my best friends here, her her boyfriend's almost thirty, and he was telling me about like a two day hangover, and I'm like, that do those exist? Oh, like I was super confused, and then he was like, oh, just you wait, you youngster, and
2: no, I'm not looking forward. To or that I feel then. like
1: thirty plus people would be like, oh, like two glasses of wine gets me hungover, and I just like can't become that. Oh my
2: that. god! Oh my what god. then?
1: What then? <laughs> Maybe then we will
2: just become sober. Ten years sober just for our non-hangovers. Sober
1: sisters? Yeah, with sisters <laughs> in Christ and in sobriety. Let's do it. <laughs> okay Delaney do you have this is going to be a whole other episode at a later date but in a brief form do you have any hot takes for financial literacy in your 20s oh my gosh okay
2: actually no you cannot throw this in at the end of this episode Uh, 47 minutes in that has to be it's it's
0: okay
1: one sentence my
0: financial hot take about your 20s is that I think there's a huge expectation to like make a lot of money your first job out of college and to like have 10,000 side hustles and, um, like invest and know everything that there is to know about like cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. and like, it's
2: just Bitcoin, Dogecoin, who, I don't know. It's (laughs)
0: super overwhelming. And I think to even somebody who has like an interest in it, like me, like it can get really overwhelming. And, um, there's a lot of financial quote-unquote experts out there that will try to tell you exactly what you should do. Um, and I'm kind of just really tired of old white men trying to tell me what I should do with my life. Um, <laughs> Wow. Say it louder for the people. Back. <laughs> um, and like going with success is not a one size fits all. And like what that looks like for you. Like I think personal finance is also not a one size fits all. And so there's a lot of pressure when you're young to like set yourself up for the rest of your life. But it's like, just find something that you are interested in and that gets you excited and curious and, and run with it. So like yes, you should, you should work on financial literacy, but like what aspect of that gets the wheels turning and like wants, like gets you to want to know more.
2: Right. Like, is it budgeting? Is it investing? Is it Airbnb properties? Yeah,
0: exactly. So like, I think my hot take there is like, just, just find what gets you excited about your, your financial development and
1: growth and, and go from there. Don't fly doge to the moon if you don't care doge to the moon um i have a hot take (laughs) ashley nobody asked you i'm just kidding (laughs) i have a hot take share with the class i'm reading a nonfiction book believe it or not but like lightly um besides besides fiction books um so i'm like barely making progress through it let's call that sounds fun my friend gave it to me Um, when she skips town. And she or in this book, she's talking about how we need to stop forcing people and we need to stop letting people tell us just because you're good at some small trivial thing, or you have a talent doesn't mean you have to monetize it. Let's just go back to doing stuff for the sake of having hobbies and having no Mm -hmm. pressure on it and keeping stuff fun. True. We don't have to monetize just because you know how to like, I don't know, paint a picture or arrange some flowers or like write well. You don't have to go and monetize it and make it into this own little side passive income business just because you're good at something and you enjoy doing it. Keep some stuff as just hobbies.
2: That is very true. Or also We've we talked might start about that before, it. but it's always a good reminder. Yeah. We don't need to monetize all of our hobbies evergreen. for them to be beautiful and ex- successful and exciting for us.
1: It's true. Retweet evergreen stuff. Yeah. All right, well.
2: And with that, I think we've solved all the world's problems. And world I peace. feel like that's what you said
1: to stay at the end of most episodes. And with that, I think we've solved. <laughs> Keep it going.
2: I think that um, we should all vote for us for mayor of our nearest yeah. city. And
1: because we are a straight gift from God, aren't we?
2: Continue these conversations, open up to those around you, make some friends, get some financial literacy, and
1: uh, don't take life too seriously, kids. We're all dust. Uh, delaney do you have any books or podcasts you want to just recommend? in general
0: okay then what i've been listening to while i work it's called two hot takes it's this podcast where like these girls go through reddit and they like give commentary it's such on, a good idea it's on, like different re- they're such juicy stories um they're always themed with like a specific like area of like life or whatever um super super interesting i've also been listening to the uh how is it Nick Vial? Okay, yeah. so I've been listening to his podcast, but just The Bachelorette recaps because I simply cannot bear to watch the episodes anymore. Like I'm like rolling my eyes at everything that
1: happens. I refuse. I refuse yeah. to give them any money um, through my one viewer. <laughs> so um yeah, and then
0: the other <clears throat> book that I just kind of cracked open is um I think it's called Grit. I don't know. I just grabbed it at Target because I was trying to find something to like add to my library. True Grit?
2: Is that what you're speaking of? True Grit. <laughs> 2013. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's basically about how like it doesn't really matter what your background is and like how much education you've had like grit's kind of like the one defining quality of all successful people
2: and so that's that's been it's actually 2010 ashley Mm. what can you do um that reminds me delaney grit being the one defining like common denominator for success it reminds Mm. me of a quote from my favorite president mr calvin cool oh my gosh
1: (laughs) (laughs) i care about the
2: time (laughs) We hear about Calvin, we've spoken about him again, and we're going to speak about him at, right a, again now. We're this is such not, a niche
1: interest you have.
2: Well, no, it's not an interest that I like sparked myself. I didn't like cultivate it and grow it in my own thought garden, but my womb. dad sent me this quote because my dad would send me like my car insurance tabs or whatever it's I don't know anything about cars but he could send it to me when I would be away at school and sometimes he would include a quote by like Rocky Balboa or in this case Mr. Calvin Coolidge and I will uh, read it to you so oh, dear I hyped it up really high so here we go and
1: buckle up <clears throat>
2: I'm ready for my monologue nothing in the world can take the place of persistence which is you know very similar to grit Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan press on has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. And you know what? It's true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you even know what time frame Calvin Coolidge was president?
2: You no, know, but it's a quick Google search away. I'm
0: literally still <laughs> so hung up on when you said I did not cultivate and grow it in my own thought garden or world.
2: sometimes words like that come into my brain, and I've never heard that before, but it just kind of fell out of my mouth, and I kind of liked it. Abby's a poet laureate
0: of our generation. You're, you're giving me a lot of reusable lines tonight, and I'm, I'm really excited to, to walk away with that. To
2: implement yeah. them? okay it was the 20s you guys who's the 30th US president in case anyone <laughs> alright it was a better time for America a better time for us all
1: it was the great depression <laughs> no the great
2: depression was the 30s this was just like before shit hit the fan oh, no. wasn't
1: like the 20s like anyways the
2: good times? yeah it was the flappers and stuff that totally wounded us <laughs> <laughs> the speakeasies Can- Telling an entire country that they can't have alcohol? What did they think was gonna happen? Uh, that's funny. Yeah,
1: we would have had a fun. Okay.
2: <laughs> I wish I could have met Mr. Coolidge. I think okay. we should end Anyways. with
0: closing hot takes.
1: Oh closing hot takes? Closing hot takes, yeah. Closing um, hot takes. I actually have a hot take. I think I took this from a podcast or TikTok like everything else in my life, but I think it's applicable to so many avenues. My hot take is it's okay to quit to know when to tap out. Uh-huh. Uh, like when you're little and your parents are like, no, you're not allowed to quit soccer or something. Well, mm-hmm. now that you're adults and even in high school, like you're more self-aware, it's okay to quit something if you just know it's not working for you. And that can be something small, like your friends are forcing you to take another shot and you're like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna. I know I, know I shouldn't. Or <laughs> you like... I don't know, you've been at a job for a long time and you just know that's not a relationship, it's okay to quit.
2: That's interesting, and I think that's also a little bit of maturity. In some, some, I think teaching kids, like when you're saying, like you can't quit soccer. Yeah, I think that's, that's different. actually good and instills. But what well, like older ethic, you get
1: but, and more self aware you get, it's okay yeah. to know yourself and know that you're. I'm wasting time here, and like I'm not if you're not having anything. fun at
2: the party, you can leave.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm not proving yeah. anything to myself by staying. I'm just proving stuff to other people, which is stupid.
2: True, 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 true.
1: I should have said that earlier in the episode, but that's a hot take. <laughs>
2: That's why we're doing it now. Yeah. My take has to do with the sunken cost fallacy. Yes, it is a big word, which is where people are kind of thinking, like, in the terms of, I've already put so much time, effort, money, and energy into a relationship that doesn't necessarily make you feel happy or fulfilled. And Mm -hmm. you're just like, I've already put so much time of this. Like, sometimes it's years. Like, I've put years of my life into this relationship or years of my life into this career path that I don't necessarily love. And it's like, well, that'll all be a waste if I choose to like change or do something else with my life. And that's the fallacy of it all is because it's actually not a waste if you just appreciate it for what it was. And yes, maybe it didn't get you exactly where you thought it was going to, but it will get you to where you want to go next because all rejection is a redirection as we have said on this podcast before but just don't don't allow yourself to settle or to stay in anything for so long just because you've already invested time energy or money into it like you've just gotta divert you've gotta cut your losses and you've
1: got to do what makes you happy next yeah and it's not a waste because every season i think is lends some sort of value
2: right that's it that's all me what about you, Delaney?
1: <laughs> um,
0: I actually I feel like I've said something similar to both of what you and Ashley have touched on recently. Um but I think my hot take is that like when you are looking for a bunch of no's and everything keeps saying yes, like just leap. That's my especially in, in your twenties when there's like no attachments. To anything, like just say yes. Uh,
1: Be a yes som- man, unless you have a
0: mortgage and I a mean, child. But for people like sometimes, us, <laughs> sometimes sometimes a, a internal yes is not an external yes. So, like, but that like you just don't shy away from opportunity and self sabotage yourself because you are worried about the future. Like, just you don't know what the future is going to become, so just
1: leap, just go with it.
2: Just become, just create the future wow. that you want it to become.
1: You should become a life coach, Delaney. No,
2: <laughs> you know that's a good hobby that you could monetize. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> nothing. No, yeah, you giving free fun advice to friends that's helpful should actually be monetized. You should and make
2: money for that. All of our thoughts. It is. You should Didn't do we nothing just for fun. Say yeah. That
1: not all hobbies have yeah, to be monetized. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's called irony. Have you ever heard of it? Have <laughs> you ever heard of the uh, wicked um, fallacy?
2: Um, I'm dead. You guys, it's been a joy and it's been a pleasure. And I feel um,
1: really exhausted. capable.
2: No. I feel capable. No, I feel capable. I feel like it's I'm my away from this conversation to take forth what we've discussed and apply it. I do.
1: I One last, it's one sentence of a hot take. And we said this 700 times, especially in earlier episodes. But keep making yourself proud that's a hot take oh yeah yeah it's a good one okay delaney do you want anyone to ever reach out to you or do you want to stay off the grid
0: no people can reach out to me i guess well if you're in
2: denver <laughs> she's begging <laughs>
1: <Friends> <laughs> galore. come
2: on come all come to the show
1: now that there's a student um ice cream shop delaney spends a lot of time in line in either uh texting me or crying so go find it i there. mean okay here's the thing i've become very okay with making fun of myself recently you have you've really matured actually in that right. respect at the
0: same time like i was at a work happy hour and i was like oh like i have a really cool pool like a few of you should come over one weekend for like a barbecue and like a pool day and then, how old are these people they're, they're about my age i'm i'm the youngest one at the office but they're about my age
2: And um, subtle flex, youngest one at the office.
0: That's code word for their 27. (laughs) And um, they feel like say no. (laughs) (laughs) And so one guy, he was like, oh, can I bring my my girlfriend? Like she's been saying how she wants to make friends. And like one girl was like, well, Delaney's not really in the market to be turning down friends right now. (laughs)
2: stop that's I actually so rude Wait, no
0: it's like it's i know her personality and like our kind of like work work friend vibe relationship i guess but at the but same time i was like I she's cried. not wrong and i wasn't upset about what she said but i was like it's it's a sad reality not a sad reality because it's like i'm a- available to to making more friends but yeah. i think that um yeah. An open heart posture, if you will. <laughs> I'm not in the market to be turning down friends right now. That's the moral
2: of the story. Uh, so, I don't think any of us are ever in the market to be you turning down is. friends.
1: No one ever is. From the time you're in kindergarten and to when you're not. like popular in high school and college, like in, in past all that, you're never in the market to turn down friends. Um, it's criminal that everyone is always saying that like they know people that are looking for more friends, but no one ever wants to like ask people out in a friendship way. It's just also right. criminal. Well on that note. <laughs> Shout out to Delaney. You could find her at uh, Delaney What Killer? Do you have any numbers after your interview <laughs> you, I thought you like let the your guests like say what they All right, all right. Pimp yourself out. Where can the people find you? If you like I know you, you like to stick to our script. <laughs> I've listened to too many episodes for you to deviate. Delaney said that it's Delaney said it's criminal how often that we I say um it's a gift from God on I the I didn't show. say it's criminal, also I said I could have a drinking time. game to you. So okay, you know. okay, we have a drinking game for um yeah, fever dream, song for another time, and a gift from God. Yes, well, those are good catchphrases that you will see on merch
2: um at a store near you. Yes, same with dust mentality, probably not a store.
1: No, no brick and mortar. Oh my God, dust mentality—that would be so good.
2: <laughs> I'm screaming. We're adding it to the list.
1: Dust mentality on a baseball cap. That's hilarious. <laughs> with little particles we'll of dust.
2: Conversation started to make friends. It all comes back.
1: Also, if they don't have a copyrighted party over here, it would be a good one too. Totally. Okay, what's your handle? Pimp yourself up. Um,
0: you can find me on Instagram, at Delaney Keeler. I deleted my TikTok because I was addicted, so... Freak! Oh my gosh, she's so TikTok much TikToks. better
1: than us. She doesn't watch TV and she doesn't However, have TikTok. she sends me reels around the clock, so <laughs> it's kind of the same difference.
2: <laughs> Everyone, Delaney is spelled in a really fun, cool way. It's D-A-L, not D-E, just so you know.
1: Now I only associate Delaney as D-A. Everyone else is freaks. That spells a D-E. You could also call her D-K for fun. Brings back the college days. You
2: could. Cute.
1: You
0: could. Yeah.
1: I want you to get a necklace that says D-K.
0: Me? To get...
1: Yeah. I think it would no, be funny. I
0: think... So the reason I got that necklace was because... Or that... Oh, not, wait,
1: you did get not it. Not the
0: necklace, the nickname. Sorry. Jeez, it's silly. Oh. Um,
2: I was in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: add to the drinking games how many times abby does that laugh she just did and then also how many times abby imitates a voice she does voices like mrs doubtfire or sings wait
0: i was talking to somebody the other day and i was like i'm only
1: gonna talk to you in tiktok voiceovers from now on You you know pitch perfect where they do the riff off we should make that into the game but like with tiktok yes i am so down gap in the market.
2: I might not have any financial literacy, but my TikTok literacy is at an all-time high. Don't let your defining decade become the mismarketed one. Just do
1: your own thing, all right, people? Signing not off. It. You Go right out now. there. Almost Friday. All right.